Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Luke 11, 14 through 22. Pharisees blasphemy. And he was casting out a demon and it was mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke. And the crowds were amazed. But some of them said, He cast out demons by Beelzebul, the ruler of the demons. Others, to test him, were demanding of him a sign from heaven. But he knew their thoughts and said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a house divided against itself falls. If Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebub. And if I by Beelzebub cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? So they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his possessions are undisturbed. But when someone stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, He takes away from him all his armor on which he had relied and distributes his plunder. Ezekiel 28, 25 through 29, 21. Israel regathered. Thus says the Lord God, when I gather the house of Israel from the peoples among whom they are scattered and will manifest my holiness in them in the sight of the nations, then they will live in their land, which I gave to my servant Jacob. They will live in it securely, and they will build houses, plant vineyards, and live securely when I execute judgments upon all who scorn them round about them. Then they will know that I am the Lord their God. Judgment of Egypt 
In the tenth year, in the tenth month, on the twelfth of the month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophesy against him and against all Egypt. Speak and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, the great monster that lies in the midst of his rivers. That has said, My Nile is mine, and I myself have made it. I will put hooks in your jaws, and make the fish of your rivers cling to your scales, and I will bring you up out of the midst of your rivers, and all the fish of your rivers will cling to your scales. I will abandon you to the wilderness, you and all the fish of your rivers. You will fall on the open field, and you will not be brought together or gathered. I have given you for food to the beasts of the earth, to the birds of the sky. Then all the inhabitants of Egypt will know that I am the Lord, because they have been only a staff made of reed to the house of Israel. When they took hold of you with the hand, you broke and tore all their hands. And when they leaned on you, you broke and made all their loins quake. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will bring upon you a sword and will cut off from you man and beast. The land of Egypt will become a desolation and waste. Then they will know that I am the Lord, because you said, The Nile is mine, and I have made it. Therefore, behold, I am against you and against your rivers, and I will make the land of Egypt an utter waste and desolation, from Migdal to Cyrene, and even to the border of Ethiopia. A man's foot will not pass through it, and the foot of a beast will not pass through it, and it will not be inhabited for forty years." So I'll make the land of Egypt a desolation in the midst of desolated lands, and her cities in the midst of cities that are laid waste will be desolate forty years. And I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations and disperse them among the lands. For thus says the Lord God, At the end of forty years I will gather the Egyptians from the peoples among whom they are scattered. I will turn the fortunes of Egypt and make them return to the land of Pathros, to the land of their origin, and there they will be a lowly kingdom. It will be the lowest of the kingdoms, and it will never again lift itself up among the nations. And I will make them so small that they will not rule over the nations. And it will never again be the confidence of the house of Israel, bringing the, to mind the iniquity and of their having turned to Egypt. Then they will know that I am the Lord God. Now in the 27th year, in the first month, on the first of the month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, made his army labor hard against Tyre. Every head was made bald, and every shoulder was rubbed bare. But he and his army had no wages from Tyre for the labor that he had performed against it. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will give the land of Egypt to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he will carry off her wealth and capture her spoil and seize her plunder, and it will be wages for his army." I have given him the land of Egypt for his labor, which he performed, because they acted for me, declares the Lord God. On that day, I will make a horn sprout from the house of Israel, and I will open your mouth in their midst. Then they will know that I am the Lord. This week's Torah portion with... Um, uh, Ezekiel and Luke and what we're going to read about this week it's actually Vaera which the Hebrew term really means to be seen or the first time seen and this is the time when God really reveals himself to uh, Pharaoh and all the troubles that's happening he comes and says 
know, we're going to read about Moses making the demands and Pharaoh's refusal. And then God starts to show his hand as he starts to, um, well, send the plagues, which completely just kind of haunts Egypt and the people. But in Ezekiel, you can see, this is years later. In Ezekiel, you can see that God said, you said that you, speaking of Pharaoh, you made the Nile. Like the Nile is yours and you made it. Now think of that. It's like telling God that you did what you created, the heavens and the earth. It's like telling God that you're the source of all trees. And I mean, nothing's further from the truth. God is the creator of all. So for someone to stand and say that they've done something, that God is the one that actually did, they're putting themselves at equal level or higher than God. And God is saying, no, that's not that's not right. In fact, because of this, I mean, he's already said that he was going to send his, um, his wrath on Egypt. And his judgment was going to come on Egypt. Well, it's kind of spread out over a little bit of time. Uh, there's bits, there's warnings, there's judgment, and then there's wrath poured out. There's the immediate time at the time of Exodus, but then it's also continuing on uh, through history. But you can notice that from Ezekiel to today, from that time, Egypt has never recovered. Never Egypt is still as desolate and wasteland and I mean all these things that its economy is one is one of the lowest it's it is not a big powerhouse the stuff that it has is is not new and modern and up to date it's used and it's it's borrowed as other people are throwing away trash Egypt is gaining that up for their military and for their people Egypt hasn't recovered from the hand of God coming down on them and I really like in Luke where it says at the very end where it talks about how a strong man who's fully armed guards his own house and his possessions are undisturbed so someone who's prepared who rises up who really stands in the place and and a strong man being a man of God who comes and knows all the resources that he has and utilizes them in protecting well he's going to be fine. He's going to stand victorious. But when someone stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, now think Egypt is trying to be at the level or higher than God. And they're able to maintain all of their protection from all the surrounding nations until they finally reach that point of taking on God, who is obviously more powerful than they are. So when someone's stronger than he, so when God brought the, now the attack on Egypt, he's overpowered and he takes from him all of his armor, his protection, his military, which we're about to see, and takes all of the wealth and everything and distributes it. And we're, we're going to see exactly that take place. It's like Pharaoh's been sitting there and just saying all these great, uh, look at me, look at look how strong I am, look how powerful we are. Look at, because they, they have, they've grown to that, but it's because God needed them to so that they could be a part of helping 
to save the sons of Israel. But now they took everything that God did for them because Joseph was with them and Joseph was with God, but they've taken it all as their own doing and God saying, wait right there, just wait a moment. It's not by your hand. It's by mine that this all happened. In fact, basically he says, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to pour out my wrath. All of your riches, you're going to, for no reason at all, hand over to my people. And then you are going to set them free. And they're just not listening. When our lives, we have this kind of situations that take place to where God's told us, given us, uh, power. He's given us authority. He's given us the the provision and the protection, everything that we've needed. Yet we reach that point where our pride rises up and we say, no, no, no. This was me. Look at what I did. That's dangerous business. Because God can very quickly rise up and say, no. And I've had people who say, um, I've, we've had conversations where they talk about how no, if you're a Christian and you're you're doing this and God's not going to come up against you. God's not going he doesn't do that. No, cuz you're a Christian. God does not oppose any Christian. Yeah, if you once you have Jesus, God's completely on your side. Really? Because I'm pretty sure it's in the New Testament where he says God opposes the proud. In fact, the beginning of that, it says that God gives grace to the humble and he opposes the proud. So when you rise up in your pride and don't humble yourself before the Lord, it's not just that all of a sudden he goes, oh, well, he's a Christian. I'm going to allow that. No, he opposes that person. He rises up against them. So unless you're planning on trying to take on God Almighty, you might need to remember to practice some humility. Not rise up in pride. Realize that God gave you every bit of what you've got. Give all the glory to God, all honor to God, all thanks to God. Because that's what's going to, other people are going to see that and go, I want to know more about your God. Oh, Father, thank you. Let us be an example. Let us be a model. Let us be the people that, that because your love is poured out over us and the blessings are given to us, that other people see that and say, I want to know your God. God, I pray that we could just be humble, that our pride could be gone. We can be proud in who we are in you, and we can be proud in who you are for us. I pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org 
and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.